0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to CSM Secrets, key insights from influential customer success leaders. And in today's episode, I have Josh Shakta, the CEO of update.ai. Josh is a very popular personality among CS leaders in the United States, not only because he's a CEO, but also because of his famous weekly wisdoms from other CS leaders that he continuously shares on LinkedIn, his regular job postings for aspiring CS candidates, and also his LinkedIn live shows. Now, his startup update.ai is a fast-growing startup that has built a Zoom-based intelligent and tools for CSMs. Josh genuinely cares for making an impact for the larger good. And let's see a move from him where he took time amidst his busy schedule to share a bit of his wisdom. Hey Josh, welcome to CSM Secrets. We are so happy to have you today
1: thank you uh, i'm really excited to to be here uh, this is actually my first podcast so this is incredibly exciting for me
0: wow i'm on it but let's just jump right in so your linkedin profile is amazing you're a serial entrepreneur you've co-founded companies you've been a general manager you've anchored products you seem to understand the entire spectrum of functions you know which is an ideal c suite Executive, um, you know the the perfect match. Tell us about yourself. What got you here, and what is the main mantra that you follow, which acts as your anchor point in life?
1: Ooh, that's deep. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've always loved creating and building, and that goes back to playing with Legos, right? And and that being my passion as a kid, and then taking that into high school and being interested in in science and math, and then in college, um, majoring in, in industrial engineering and operations, this idea of, of building things. I think entre- entrepreneurship has always been really interesting to me and it's always been my passion. The, there, there's obviously extrinsic motivations of make a, a comfortable lifestyle for yourself, right? Uh, and that's nice, but I don't really think that's what it is. I think there's other ways to make money. I think it's this idea of having agency in your life in being able to have the ability to make an impact on people and through the products and businesses that you build. And then personally, for me, quite honestly, what I love the most about building businesses is building teams. I just, I really love building company culture and um, and helping to mentor and coach and develop. The people that I work with and and that I, you know, work for me in in ways. Uh, I think finding an anchor point to my life is difficult in the sense of, um, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I'd love to be more anchored to the here and now, and it's actually my one of my my. So I I have an executive coach, and and she's wonderful. Her her name is uh, Katharina Schmidt. Uh, She advises my company. We were talking yesterday. And she said, you know, you have, right now I want you to focus on the three C, or the three S's. Uh, so sharing your vision with your team and with others, selling, because it's important for us right now, we're up to AI, we're, we're starting to, to go commercial. But then the third one is probably the most important for me, which is self-love. <laughs> and yeah. taking care of yourself and finding that that present anchoring point. So for me, that means I need to do better at taking more walks during the day and doing the five minute meditation and and having those really grounded anchor points in my in my personal life.
0: Josh, let's talk about your the most recent venture, update.ai, which is making huge waves among the customer, customer success leaders, right? It's such an interesting tool, which is growing in popularity and adoption, I'm sure. What triggered you to build this tool, given you're not really from a CSM background, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, Uh, you're spilling the beans on me there. So uh, (laughs) I've learned uh, an incredible amount about customer success over the past year that we've been doing this. Um, I I will say that I'm not from a pure CS background, but I'm from a customer-centric background, right? And that's really all business these days. Um, I I came up through product management the past 15 years, product management slash entrepreneurship. And so, getting the voice of the customer was always the most important thing for me. It it wasn't always that way when I started out when I was much younger. I thought I knew everything. I thought I knew exactly what people wanted, you know, and and I was just such a a smart, uh, you know, young version of Steve Jobs. And and that was obviously a big trap. (laughs) You build that way and they don't work. And then you realize it and you spend money and development time and all that sort of thing. So, I quickly learned to tap into the voice of the customer. And I also quickly learned to tap into the voice of of my teammates, right? And to make sure that you're sharing that voice of the customer with all of your team, so that it's not just a unilateral decision that you're making for developing the product or whatever the the work stream is, but that everybody has a central shared knowledge and is able to contribute. But again, that that their contributions are founded in what they're hearing from their customer because that is the the ultimate foundation for, for any company. Um, yeah. I had come from Boston Consulting Group through the startup studio called Digital Ventures most recently. And I was a general manager for uh, several startups that we launched. Some really cool stuff like a Digital Wallet in Malaysia, a Financial Platform in Toronto, a couple, a couple of things that, that did pretty well. But um, I was managing these cross-functional teams and there were so many meetings and there was so much communication and so many different communication channels. And I thought to myself, there's got to be a better way to to, to do this. Um, It just feels like there's so much noise. And so that was the mission, was how do we use AI and NLP? Because I think those are really interesting technologies. How do we use them to cut out the noise and to make people more efficient in that sense and, and reduce stress in that sense as well? And so we started talking to, we boiled the ocean and started talking to all these different types of stakeholders. And I should mention my co-founder, Bill Gross. Bill is an amazing entrepreneur. Uh, he's a titan of entrepreneurship. He literally, I mean, he's founded, uh, his involvement in founding over 150 companies, and that's literal. Uh, he's the chairman of Lab in, in Pasadena, and they're kind of one of the, the OGs of entrepreneurship in California. And so Bill Great. said, you know, listen, I... I I see this problem as well. So this is something we have to solve. So we spoke to all different functions, marketing, product management, project management, sales, customer success. And when we landed on customer success, we said, that's it, right? Whether this thing goes deep into customer success or whether it's more of a horizontal place starting with customer success, we don't yet know, but it's hugely important because CSNs are on back-to-back-to-back meetings all day they have so much to do, so much communication. It's so vital to the organization. You can measure that impact in the organization through churn and other metrics. And so this is where we need to be. This is what we need to solve as the solutions, how to help them become more productive and build better relationships. Okay.
0: So Josh, how are you using update.ai for your own uh, company, right? Is you... IOE- like eating your own dog food or any other tools that has really evolved you? Uh, not really in CSM, but across the board, right? Because we are all moving towards a culture of um, our improving efficiencies with tools. So, what are the tools that you are using, that you are excited about, that uh, you see today in the market? Well, yes, yeah, so
1: I'm really excited about what we're doing. Um I we, we use our own platform for sure. I'm in conversations all the time, uh, talking to, to current and, and prospective customers. And so just to back up a second, so Update AI is currently a platform built within Zoom. So we are the first customer success focused application in the new Zoom apps marketplace. And so we are natively embedded inside of Zoom and right then and there in real time in the conversation, CSMs can manually bookmark any key moments that they wanna go back to afterwards to review. And our AI is detecting the key moments for them as well. Things like churn signals, when action items are detected, when there's sales opportunities, the, the stuff that really matters. And so I use that in my conversations all the time. I, I you know, I mentioned to you, uh, Subha, I have uh, ten back-to-back meetings today. That's really tough to take notes on, and to be able to go into your CRM and 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 you know uh, decipher all those notes and everything. Uh, if you're not using a platform like Update AI, so for me it's like critical to be able to just very easily bookmark and have automated automatically have those moments bookmarked for me to go back to towards the end of the day, um, and then ultimately what we want to do is be be an integrated workflow. So we don't want to replace other CS platforms that are out there, there, right? Like, I'm friends with the guys at Gainsight and Totango and Turn Zero and all these places, um, you know, and, and Salesforce. We want to integrate there so that we can help capture the moment, but then help spin up action through those platforms in real time so that you can just act on things quicker and have a quicker response to your customer and share information more quickly with the rest of your team in a, in a way that's relevant to that. Uh, so that's what we use it for. That's what we're really excited about. That's what uh, we're, we're, we're garnering a lot of excitement about from, from people that we speak to. Uh, and then other tools, I think, that are interesting to me... Let's think here. Um, by the way, I have a... A, 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 a tool ecosystem chart that I created for our own use. So, if anybody is interested in seeing that, it has all of the CS tools out there. Uh, I'm happy you can reach out to me, and I'm happy to share it with you. Um, there's there's lots. I, nothing's jumping to mind right now, but there's lots okay. of cool stuff that's coming out there within the, the next gen CS.
0: Okay. And um, so, just jumping to a completely different uh, question, right? So, every leader, um, especially you know those that are on the forefront. Always get to get to confront tough customers and tough situations, right? Yeah. What do you follow as a strategy to diffuse, solve tough situations? Like, how do you handle, um, you know, tough things in life?
1: Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, well, first of all, it's it's a we all know that it's about growing, right? Like, you can never handle these things perfectly. And that's okay. And the first step is to know that you're not going to ever handle it perfectly. Um, But as long as you're making progress and you're learning every time, and I know that sounds probably a little cliche, but I think it's true. I think if you can anticipate some challenges that come up, um, you know, objections that might come up, and you're able to prepare for those and have responses to those in advance, um, you know, practice makes perfect type of thing, uh, I think that's a way that you can diffuse that. Um, Right. So that that for me is the the biggest thing. I I think ultimately, products are going to have glitches, products are going to have bugs, things are never going to be 100%. Um, It's it's about the relationship at the end of the day, honestly, I I think. It's really about building a rapport with your customer. Of course, the product does have to work and does have to deliver value. But what I find is that customers will be so much more patient with you and so much more appreciative if you take the time to build a relationship with them. That's really yeah. the biggest issue diffuser that's out there for us.
0: Hands down, I have to agree. that If you have spent the time building a relationship on a consistent basis, one or two tough situations, they do always come, but they are better managed. I cannot agree 100%. more on that. Yeah. All right. So your predictions for the customer success industry for the next one, three, and five years? I mean, where do you think the industry will be uh, as you see? Because you are a major player in this ecosystem, right? So where do you see the industry going in in the one, two, one, three, and five years?
1: I I think my prediction for it is that it's going to grow. It's a pretty obvious prediction, but you have a lot of these... I'm exposed to a lot of CS teams right now that are in small companies, growth-stage companies, mid-market companies. And you still have these major enterprises that are embracing customer success, but I think they're going to embrace it even more. And so I think you're just going to see customer success continue to grow um, and increase its presence across all segments of organizations. There's there's research that, um, that, that starts to come out. There's a, a presentation that Dave Kellogg, he's a, um, a CS leader, expert based in, in Silicon Valley, he presented at Gainsight's Pulse conference, I think it was over the summer. And um, I don't know if it was originally his uh, statistics, but I think it might have been where he showed a bunch of different metrics like the rule of 40 and gross margin and growth rates and these sorts of things and nrr and an ndr excuse me ndr and what he proved was that net dollar retention yeah had the highest correlation to enterprise value than any of those other metrics and so we, we, we you know, we often, it's tempting to kind of in the organization and I'm not trying to disparage sales at all, right? But sales gets a lot of the glory. there, And I think that's because there's a, a very easy conversion metric there for sales. Did, did did the contract convert, right? And also I think by nature of of sales and salespeople, they're, they're good at promoting, right? What they do and celebrating yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And I think CS... Both doesn't have like the, the type of persona that's a, a CS manager is not going to be as self promotional in some ways, and I don't want to make sweeping statements, but just kind of what I've seen. It's more about like the relationship building. Um, but I think that I think people are already recognizing through like what Dave was sharing the the importance of customer success. And so if we can find ways to continue to even celebrate that, celebrate CS, yes, and show the impact. And that's what we're trying to do in our platform. Quantify all of the signals from all of these laborious conversations. And, and by laborious, I mean just labor-intensive conversations that CSMs are having with customers. Let's quantify that. Let's quantify all of the churn signals we're picking up, all of the sales opportunity signals we're picking up all of the product feedback that we're gathering and bringing to the product team. Let's continue to quantify that, level that upward to executives, and and make sure everybody is fully aware of the value of customer success. Because at the end of the day, it is proven that NDR, which is a CS-owned metric, has the highest correlation to the health of a SaaS company. So my prediction is just that that the CS is going to explode in its presence it might not be in one year, but I, I really hope in three to five, 100%, right? And we're 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 riding our company on that as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. One last question for you, right? I mean, your opinion on sales as in traditional sales, do you think we still even need that function? Because in my experience, what I'm saying is that the buyers are all very informed uh, people, be it uh, the technical directors or even in the CIO organization, they exactly know what they want and they know to pick the products right so what do you think there is there is a need for a sales function at least in the software industry moving forward
1: Uh, that sounds like a trap you're asking me if if sales can be eliminated in SaaS companies
0: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i asked that
1: that's provocative that that sounds like the the uh the title of this podcast right here you heard it here first josh actor thinks sales can be eliminated um, <laughs> so uh yeah no I mean listen I think there's an important function obviously like that's that's my help, right there, there are certain functions in an organization um, that are are the lifeline of that organization, and I'm not going to list those out because then I'm going to forget one and I'm going to offend people, right? But sales is clearly one of those functions. Um, it, it, it's it's sales is tough. You know, I, I'm learning that right now, right? Because I don't have a, a specific background in sales, and I'm I'm learning and developing as I go. Um, so I really have a lot of respect for for sales teams. Um, what I think is that CS should be given more agency. In repeat sales, in retention and recurring, and upsell and expansion, and cross sell, 100%, right? Because again, it's all about the relationship. So, who do you want to buy from? You want to buy from somebody who you know has motivations, you know, um, or the person who you've built out the relationship with. Now, the, the trade off is like, but then you could say, well, but if, then, if CS has sales motivations, right, they're selling, then they're going to have the motivations and you may not trust them as much. Well. So, it's, a, it's, it's, you know, it's an interesting conversation and debate, but I think CS needs to have more agency. Um, I think ultimately, you know, an ownership over, over selling to existing customers.
0: Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Josh, thanks for all the detailed answers. Now we are going to throw you into the rapid fire round where our interest is in finding about you as a person. Okay.
1: Ready? Okay. Yes, let's do it.
0: Okay. So, you're off to the moon and you're likely never coming back, and you're likely working from there forever, Wi-Fi connectivity assured. What are the three functions at work that you would take along with you? At work, family, (laughs) of course.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I have to say product management. I I, I came up through product management for the past 15 years of my career, so i have to say that. Um, Of course, customer success. That's, that's what we're talking about today and, and it's hugely important for the past conversation. So I have one more. Um, yeah. Recruiting, that's the first thing that comes to mind just because people are so important and so you
0: have yeah. to bring in great people. Yeah, okay. Three skills that you're looking for in aspiring CS candidates, if they have to belong in George's organization, yeah. what should they bring to the table? Three or more? The attributes that you're looking
1: at, they they need to be able to build rapport, is one so that, that the personable personality. Um, they need to have a certain calmness and composure because, like you said, stuff always comes up, right? There's always firefighting that needs to be done, and then I think, um, they need to be analytical and strategic, and because. You know, CS is not just about firefighting, obviously. It's about the, the best customer success is about being strategic. And so I want them folks that really can think on their feet um, to help solve solutions for their customers.
0: OK. All right, so if there is one favorite cartoon character that you think represents a good CEM, or let's say a CEO, because you're one, which one would you choose?
1: If there was a cartoon character to represent me as a CEO? Yeah. <laughs> The first one that comes to mind is Mr. Burns. <laughs> That's probably what my team would choose right now. I'm pushing them pretty hard. Um, but uh, let's not go with that. Uh, so um, uh, the second one is probably, uh, uh, is it Scrooge McDuck, the guy who swims in his money? Because we really want to grow this company <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and do well upon our investors. So I guess you're getting all of my real motivations here, right? Mr. Burns and Scrooge McDuck. Uh Oof, I, I, I don't know who's a uh, cartoon character. Um, I got to come back to you on that one with better response. Okay,
0: no problem. So you're most inspired by whom or why or what? Like what what wakes you up every day and drives you to work? Growth. Growth. Building, gro- growing and building our business
1: and growing and building my own personal skills in my own personal development, whether it's for this business or the next or the next or or whatever it is, um, it's growth. And the the area of my life that that I want to continue to grow in and actually I need to put more focus on is the personal growth that's outside of business because I tend to be fully consumed by business these days.
0: Right. And what is the unique skill that George is known for? Like, you know, the one skill that you bring to the table that nobody can beat you in the game, and which has been, uh, you know, detrimental for your success.
1: Whew. That's really tough. I don't like selling myself, right? So that's a hard one.
0: Or um, things that others can learn from you. You, you know where I think I, I excel because I think it
1: goes back to like my, my deepest interest is in mentorship. Um, I like to, to help people build build out their own development and careers, and um, that's important when you're building a company and building a team.
0: Right, and finally, any thought, quote, words uh, that you want to be remembered by the audience, or any handles that you want to share.
1: Thoughts, or like like my, like on my tombstone, you mean? Um, uh, so. I don't, I don't know the quotes there, um, but uh, I'll share a handle for sure. I would love to show anybody that's in customer success, or on any customer-facing team for that matter, I'd love to share more about Update AI, what we're working on, what we've built, and you can sign up for a demo if you just go to demo. Update.ai slash demo. That would be, I'd, I'd love to just meet you and um, show you and, and also really learn from you as well. Because right now, my priority is making sure that our product roadmap maps to the greatest needs of CS leaders out there. So it would be very helpful for us.
0: Great. Thank you. And thank you for your periodic updates about the job postings on customer success every week. Thank you for all that you're doing for the community, and thanks for being on the show today.
1: Yeah, thank you. This was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, my yep. first podcast, but I'll have to do them again because <laughs> it was it was great. Thank you, Supa. Thank yeah. you for putting this together.
0: And that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this show. And until we see you again with it, another customer success leader and a lot more insights to share. Stay tuned. Take care of your customers and be happy. Bye.